The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Shanice M. Wise is the CEO of Wise Armstrong and Associates, a coaching and consulting firm that works with leaders, professionals, and entrepreneurs in the area of personal career and business expansion. Shanice is also the founder of the Unstoppable Community, a community of over 1,800 professionals, leaders, and business owners, where she offers workshops, webinars, events, and programs for leaders who are building and expanding their own businesses and or their careers. Organizations across the country are currently using her book, Activating Your Gifts, to support the professional development and career advancement of high potential leaders. Shanice's next book, Identifying Your Gifts Part 1, The Guide for Business Owners, will be released in 2019. Family, let's welcome Shanice to the Minding My Black Business Podcast. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. Okay, family, welcome to another episode of Minding My Black Business Podcast. I am so excited for our guest today. She is a fellow podcaster. She also works with entrepreneurs, so you know I'm ready to talk to her. Uh, I want to welcome Shanice Wise to the Minding My Black Business Podcast. So welcome, Shanice. Hey, hey, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hello. Now, can you introduce yourself or will you introduce yourself and then let the know, let the family know where we can find you? Okay, yes, 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 yes. Well, first and foremost, Janae, thank you for having me on Minding My Black Business Podcast. I just, this is a wonderful platform. I love listening to your podcast. And, you know, thank you just for helping to change people's lives. So I appreciate it. And again, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Shanice M. Wise, and I am a business expansion coach and strategist. So I teach business owners how to expand their businesses by building strong systems and high-level strategies to attract their ideal clients and grow their revenue to six to seven figures. Mm. So that's who I am on the business side. I'm also the founder of the Unstoppable Community. We have over 1,800 members who are leaders, visionaries, as well as uh, business owners. You can find us on uh, Facebook. Just look up Unstoppable Community. And I'm also a mother. Yay! Yay. (laughs) Yes, I am a mother. My son will be... 10 in three weeks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Double digits. I was just talking to my husband the other day, like, can you believe it? But you know, um, God is good. You know, he is definitely good. And I'm just, I'm grateful. And I love what I do. I love working with entrepreneurs that are really looking to expand and to grow Mm. and to serve people with their gifts. So that's who I be. That is fantastic. And we love all those things. So um, how did entrepreneurship find you? How did that happen? Oh, wow. Well, you know, if I take you all the way back to the beginning, it was my last quarter uh-huh. at Ohio State University. Okay. And my girlfriend was selling Mary Kay. Mm. And she's like, Shanice, I want you to come to my Mary Kay uh, appointment. And I was not into makeup at all. <laughs> I was literally a tomboy. I played basketball, I played volleyball. It just, that wasn't my thing. 
but I'm very loyal. So if I say that I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So I showed up and I saw how much money, I think she made like $500 in two hours. Ooh. Well, I was a broke college student. Oh, yeah. You know, and I didn't want to have to go get a part-time job. So I'm like, well, let me try this thing. Right. And um, that's how it was introduced to me. And for, I'm no longer in Mary Kay, but for 14 years, I was in Mary Kay. I was an executive um, sales director. I was the lady with the pink Cadillacs. So I oh. had, yeah, girl. I, I earned over seven free cards, four of them being pink cat- Cadillacs. Travel the United States teaching owners how to build businesses inside of Mary Kay. I mean, girl, in one year, we sold over a half million dollars worth of Mary Kay products. Wow. I had over 200 consultants. I mean, I was featured in a lot of Mary Kay literature, received a lot of recognition. But what was happening, Janae, people outside of Mary Kay were coming to me, asking me to help them with their businesses. Ah. And I felt like I was stuck. And I really had been seeking God on what's next because I've been in Mary Kay since I was 22. Okay. And I wanted to grow. And I knew that God had given me my gift to be bigger than where I was at in that moment. Uh-huh. And, you know, a lot of times when you get used to something, you get a little fearful and changing and, you know, stepping out, but, you know, constantly reminding myself that, you know, you don't, you don't operate in fear, you operate in faith. Uh-huh. So I'm going to blow your mind with this. So the Lord literally woke me up and was like, it is your time to transition. Huh. Girl. And I realized looking at it, you know, because I, I did really well in Mary Kay and I'm so grateful. It was like earning my PhD, mm-hmm. but I was still working for another business. Right. Very much I was so. not really building my own brand. Mm-hmm. So stepped down from directorship, sent my pink Cadillac back, girl. People mm-hmm. were like, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. And built my um, my coaching firm from ground up, and now I can say we are we are definitely flourishing. God has been good to us. Um, I have a whole resource center where I work with entrepreneurs, and um, just really helping them to expand, taking the lid off their thinking. And um, my journey has been a it's been amazing. So 16 years plus wow. being an entrepreneur, and um, I'm excited about what's to come. That's so beautiful. So what keeps you with entrepreneurship? Because it's a journey. Uh, (laughs) What what keeps you there? What keeps keeps your You know what? Um, Listen, let me say this. If I worked for somebody else in a corporation, they would probably fire me that day. Because I, I mean, I love freedom. I love flexibility. And I love to be able to build my own thing, my own business. You know, my goal is to leave a legacy Uh for my children's children. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I just, I love, I love being a business owner. I love it. I breathe it. Um, I love to be able to use my gift Uh and there's no limit to how I can use my gift. And there's no limit to how many people I can serve. And then at the end of the day, it's no limit to how much income I can earn. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm not the type of person that you can put in a box. Right. And being, and yes, entrepreneurship, you do sometimes work more hours. You do sometimes sacrifice being with your family um, and doing the things that you really desire to do. But I always tell my clients, short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. Mm-hmm. 
And I just keep that in the forefront of my mind. So what keeps me as an entrepreneur is the love of what I do. Mm. I, I love it. And if anyone out there who's listening, if you are running a business that you don't love doing, I challenge you to stop and really think about it. Because you really, I mean, you know, Janae, you really have to love what you're doing to be an entrepreneur, to Absolutely. be a business owner, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You do. You have to love it. And then you have to be able to um, how to express your dream and your passion to others to get them on board. So not only do you have to love it, but you got to believe in it in order to get other people behind you because that's necessary too. That's so. Fun. I know because of your experience that you know that you've learned things over time in terms of how we as entrepreneurs, um, as black entrepreneurs are making missteps, how we are, like one of the things you just mentioned, maybe doing something that we think we're good at, but maybe not passionate about, um, or just not having a business structure or whatever, that we're making missteps. So what are some ways that we might be killing our business? Okay, well, you know, I did my homework. So, you know, I'm on it, girl. I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, and you asked me 10 ways that, mm-hmm. you know, business owners can kill their businesses, and I kind of put it in steps. Okay. So, I would say number one is not having an abundant mentality. Mm. And, and that really, to me, that's where it all begins. Because if you're in business, Everybody's in business for different reasons at different levels, but I'm talking to the entrepreneur who they desire for this business to be a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure type business. Uh You have to have an abundant mentality. Uh You know, if God said in his word that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think, then we have to remove our own limits Uh as business owners, Uh you know? Um, John Maxwell talks about the law of the lid and you can only go as far as you as the leader, you know, how you've been exposed. Right. So as, as a business owner, as a CEO, you have to challenge yourself to literally, I say, open your hands wide Mm -hmm. and just say, yes, open it. You know, don't limit yourself, have the mindset of, if God says that he can do exceedingly abundantly, then you have to believe that for your business. Mm. So how, having the right mindset that allows you to look at business differently, it allows you to look at life differently, and then your wording and what you speak and what you say is different. Yeah. So I would say, number one, you know, just removing those lids and having an abundant mentality. Mm. And stop me, because I'll keep going, you know, no, to number, like, two, number Yeah, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So, yeah, so essentially being ready for success. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Okay, yep. okay. Yeah, yep. and just a reference point, mm-hmm. um, that is in John Maxwell's book, um, The Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. So if anyone wants to get that, an amazing book, amazing okay. book. Yeah. And then, you know, I would say number two, this is big. This is big. Not investing in your business development and your growth. Okay. Mm. Many times business owners think that they could do it themselves, but you can only take yourself as far as you have gone. Uh-huh. You can detrimentally kill your business if you do not invest in growing you because mm. you're the number one player on your team. Absolutely. Right. 
So depending on what type of business you desire will depend on the type of investment that you make. Uh If you want a hundred dollar business, then that's what you're going to invest. But if you want a business that will lead you to a hundred thousand or more, then you have to be willing to invest more in you. Making sure that you have a coach, a mentor, that you attend workshops and conferences that put you in, in the place amongst people that will challenge you to expand at an exponential rate. Uh-huh. So it can't be the same old workshops. It can't be the same old events where your, your friends are or it makes you feel comfortable. Uh-huh. You have to look for mentors and coaches and workshops and conferences that challenge you. It's like you get that feeling in your stomach like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't want to do it, but you know it's right. best for you. And I just believe this is a time and season for black business owners to take charge of their businesses. Uh And that's going back to, you know, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly, being willing to not be minded and really investing in yourself. Because we're trying to look at, okay, this is what I can afford right now. Right. But I'm telling you, when you step out on faith, That is when God says, I've been waiting on you to do this. So let me open this door for you. Let me open this door. Let me open this door. Uh I have, Janae, I had one of my um, clients. I had a conference back in October Uh and um, she came and, you know, she heard everything that I was training on and she ended up, she was so nervous about signing up for my coaching program. So she put her deposit down. The next day she called me and she said, Shanice, why did they give us overtime on our job for the next like six months? Uh, I told her, I said, girl, God was just waiting for you to step. He was waiting for you to jump. And then he jumped 10 feet ahead of you. You know, so we just have to be willing as business owners to invest uh, at a high level. Hear my words at a high level in order to get what you desire. So I would say that's number two. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) No, it's so good because I think the idea that once you start the business, you have everything you need is a falsehood. And so not only investing in your team, but investing in yourself and then continuing. It is entrepreneurship is this continued thing of where you're continuing to sort of jump off into the unknown. It's like a constant unknown. Um, and almost like once you get the footing underneath you, it's time to create more paths. And so, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's this constant state of learning and pushing and growing. Okay. Always growing, always. Okay. So number three. Okay. Number three. Yeah. Okay. So that leads me to number three, being around the right people. Mm. There's a saying that says, show me your friends and I will show you your future. You can definitely kill your business Uh by allowing the wrong people to be in your space. Mm. So my prayer, this is always my prayer. Lord, put me in front of people that are doing better than me Uh so they can help pull me up. And there's nothing wrong with praying that. There's nothing wrong. So it is truly time literally for us to say, okay, if I'm not making a hundred thousand Put me in front of people who are. Uh-huh. If I'm making a hundred thousand, put me in front of people who are making five hundred to a million. Right. And 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 that is a big thinking business owner. Right. You're not there yet, but connect me with the people that are, so they can give me the tips. They can tell me their their trials, 
And they can yeah. also tell me the things that they're doing good at right. to help me grow. Right. So not, I, not playing it safe. So yeah. number three is just being around the right people. Right, because you can also learn maybe what to avoid <laughs> uh, by sort of watching them or learning from them how they're managing their level of success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, so, no, girl, I know. When I was talking about I was like, oh, Shanice, like, literally, this is awesome. Because right now, we're in December. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody goes into January setting out these goals. And mm-hmm. I don't like to say resolutions. I like to say goals. Right. And just being on purpose mm-hmm. when you go into the new year. Right. Look, just looking at your business totally different. So I would say, number four, the way that you can kill your business is not having your business set up the correct way. Mm. Where do you currently have business gaps? Right. Take a look at your branding strategies. Yeah. Take a look at your marketing strategies. How was your business set up and what does your brand say about you? Uh-huh. Does it speak the type of language needed to truly attract your ideal audience? Yeah. But not just because we talk about attracting, but not just attract them, keeping them on your will of services and products. Uh-huh. Them always coming back to you always wanting more of you Mm -hmm. does your marketing reflect what your brand is saying to you Mm. is it strong what your brand is saying to your audience is it strong and then do you have visibility strategies Mm. which includes media especially social media are you everywhere Mm -hmm. i tell my clients you have a different audience on facebook You have a different audience on Instagram. You have a different audience on Twitter. You have a different audience on LinkedIn. Are you everywhere? Uh What does your visibility strategy look like? I give the analogy. Okay, so you know, you're watching TV and all of a sudden this Mercedes um, commercial comes on and it's like, it's the end of the year, low interest, come check us out. We're giving this away. We're giving that away. And so if you are connected to that audience, like if you are looking for a new car and it's a Mercedes, Mercedes, then that commercial is speaking to you. So that's the marketing is is, is pulling on you. So you're like, okay, well, let me go, let me go to the dealership. Uh But once you get to the dealership and you're like, ah, like it's, cookies and cake and they have water for you and they're taking you around and I mean this the customer service is amazing right and it draws you that's your that's the branding Mm. so the marketing attracted you that commercial attracted you because you were the ideal audience for that for that commercial and then once you got to the brand it's like oh yeah Mm. I'm in the right place Mm. at the right time so you buy your Mercedes and what happens when you need a new car? Because you loved that car and you love the service, you're going to go get another Mercedes. Right. So you have to make sure that your branding and your marketing strategies are so on point that they attract your true ideal audience. And you got to look at those business gaps. Where are you leaking? Mm. And that is why going back, you need a coach, you need a mentor, someone who knows more than you to help you identify those areas. Right. I love it. 
I love, love it. it. Keep yeah. going. Please, please. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is big for me. Number five, because I am a selling guru, mm-hmm. okay? A major way you kill your business is not having strong selling strategies. Mm. A lot of business owners leave money on the table, Janae. Mm. And in order to expand and move to the next level, you must focus on capitalizing on every area in your business so you can grow a substantial amount of income. So when I coach my clients, we sit down and look at every branch, every branch of income that they can make. So I have a client that scheduled, she's scheduled to hit 1.2 million by December 31st. So we just sat down, we created a plan of action and what we identified, there's one more branch that we can create. Mm. Now in this branch, next year, it will project her to hit 2 million. But think about this. If she wasn't working with me, if we didn't sit down, if we didn't look at the business gaps that were in place, we wouldn't have been able to identify this extra branch. Right. So it's just so important. Those selling strategies, I'm telling you, I see so, so many of my clients come to me and they're like, Shanice, I know that I, I know, I know what I know. Uh-huh. I know I'm great at what I do. Right. And a lot of times it's the whole structure. I'm, right. I'm like, girl, you leaving money over here. You leaving money over here. So then we put a, a, a strategy in place. So mm-hmm. not having strong uh, selling strategies is what I would say would be number five. And then go ahead. You have to That's beautiful. Five. No, because it sounds like sometimes we might get caught up in not seeing, not seeing the forest for the trees because mm-hmm. we, we are skilled or adept at our particular thing in our industry, but then being able to pull back to see what other gaps might be something that Either we don't even have time to think about because that could be the issue. We're so service oriented or product oriented. We don't have spaces in, in our schedule or in our planning to sort of pull back and look at that. But having someone to help you and guide you and point it out seems like it would be extremely productive and extremely helpful. Yep. Yeah. yeah, because as a business owner, you're doing, you're doing, you're out there, you're working to right. make money, and a lot of times you don't have the time right. to sit down and look at those areas, and that's why it's just so important to have someone in place to help you, so mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we're ready for number six. All right, you ready? Everybody ready? Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> so now number six, I would say, and this is so familiar, but so necessary. Mm-hmm. Another way you can kill your business is procrastination. Mm. So, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. And we know this word, we've heard it over and over, but I'm telling you, it kills so many business owners. New products are not being developed. New services are being delayed uh-huh. because of procrastination. Uh-huh. And a part of that is you think it has to be perfect uh-huh. before it can be launched or implemented. Yes. And I, today, my prayer is that I free up somebody. You must start somewhere. Yes. And it is not going to be perfect. Uh-huh. You're going to always grow. Uh-huh. You're going to always improve. Uh-huh. But you have to jump. You have to do it. Right. And whatever it is that is keeping you from doing the thing that you know you need to do in order to move to the next level, I challenge you to leave it in 2018. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because procrastination will steal your dreams. 
Uh-huh. It will steal your, gro- your goals and it will keep you from moving to the next level. Uh-huh. So I know that's simple and I know we've heard it over and over, but y'all, I see so many business owners that are procrastinating because right. they think it has to be perfect. They think it has to be set up this way, that way, this way. Listen, you, you learn and you grow. You learn and you grow. You keep it moving. You learn and you grow. Absolutely. So my prayer is that I free up someone that is dealing with either perfectionist, being a perfectionist, mm-hmm. or procrastinating. Yeah. Oh. I know that hit somebody when you said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we all deal with it. I mean, Me that too. is human nature. And I would not be transparent to say that I don't deal with it either. You know, we're like, oh, this is, no, I just need to do one more thing. Oh, no. And then we turn around and it's a year later. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, definitely. And then I would say um, number seven is not having your financial house in order. Uh Yeah, very, very big, very big. You know, I I take myself back to when I did leave corporate America. I worked in pharmaceutical uh, sales after I graduated from Ohio State for two years. And the Lord had me on this whole savings plan, Janae, and I had no idea why. When I left corporate America to build my Mary Kay career at the time, I understood why. I needed that love nest. I needed that, that money saved up where I could just focus on my business, mm-hmm. not focus on how I'm going to pay my bills. Right. You know, so I had that nest egg. But then on the flip side, depending on where you're at in your business, there's different stages. And it's true. You, you, you need money to make money. You really do. You really do. And if you're in the early stage of your, the infant stage of your business, you are going to need some capital Uh to keep your business afloat until it starts making money. And then later on, when you're ready to expand, you'll need another pool of money to reach a new or bigger audience. Uh Right? Right. And if you don't have money before you need it, your business will not grow. Mm-hmm. So whether you borrow it or you get investors to support you, you do need money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready to expand, you know, you're going to need additional money because you, you have marketing expenses. If you have a team, if you have, you know, employees that work for you, because after a while, it can't just be you. If you desire to grow, you are going to need a team. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that you have money your finances in order to be able to pay your payroll, to be able to pay your expenses, to be able to travel, go speak, whatever it is that you need to do. So you do have to make sure that your money is in order. So I say, have a board of directors. This is your own personal board of directors. Make sure that you have an accountant that knows what he's doing or she's doing. Uh Make sure you have a tax advisor. Mm-hmm. We see business owners that get in trouble not paying their quarterly taxes, not staying on top of their um, taxes. Make sure you have a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Make sure you're, you know, just everything is set up the right way. So just making sure that you, that you have the right things in place, but you do need money. So if someone told you you don't need any money to start a business, I, this is Shanice. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, this is coming from me. 
You do need money to make money. So do what if your if your dream and your 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 business is is your is your desire is your gift. Mm-hmm. If you have to work two to three jobs to put to save up money, then do remember short term sacrifice for long term gain. Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do to be able to run your business the right way. Because there are so many businesses that fail within the first year second year third year and by the fifth year the number decreases because of so many reasons and a lot of it has to do with not having your finances in order right yeah there are um so in addition to getting a job you might also want to check out your your state small business association because they Mm -hmm. do uh, provide grant monies uh, for small businesses, particularly if you're like a minority-owned business or a woman-owned business or both. Um, yeah, so there are federal places where you can get uh, grants for businesses, but you're absolutely right. Even if it means you're just trying to get your business license, um, getting a website set up, a uh, business card, like you're right. That, that you can't just sort of stand out in the street and say, hey, I'm a business. <laughs> you need- you need money you need money and um and it is i think for a lot of business owners maybe even pretty surprising at least for that first year and a half um the extent to which you sort of like your your wallet is like constantly open if it's not one thing it's another thing and that can feel very defeatist like if i feel like i am paying more to get this set up versus what's coming in um but what you're doing is setting the groundwork and so i 100 percent agree with you um in addition to getting that cpa and tax attorney i have to make a plug for the therapist get that person oh gosh on, yes. on, your, on your team as well because yes. as as you're managing all these things, <laughs> as you're, uh, you know, not sleeping or being really concerned, or maybe you even might be experiencing some level of like embarrassment because it's not what you thought it would be six months later, you know, you'll have that space where you can sort of talk with someone through it. Um, and someone, so the therapist who also has a sense of what it means to be an entrepreneur, um, because they add a different layer of knowledge in, in understanding what you're talking about and being able to provide some some uh, space for you along with the business coach that Shanice talked about so I'm all I'm all on board I'm ready for eight I'm I've been taking notes this whole time well you know I have to piggyback <laughs> off of what you said Janae because I just I told I told the um participants who came to my workshop everybody in here needs a therapist yeah Every, everybody in here mm-hmm. and really everybody in the world because you at know, the end of the day we all <laughs> i always say we're everybody crazy, everybody right. crazy you know? <laughs> but you do you need someone to be able to just whew, you know, mm-hmm. just to be able to unload, just to be able to talk, and especially a therapist who has their own business because mm-hmm. they get it. They right. get it. So right. I, I am totally in agreement with you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's more people that you need to add to your board of directors. Mm-hmm. But on the financial side, that is who I was, um, you know, sharing about. But yes, yeah. therapist, business coach, mm-hmm. um, if you desire to write a book, an mm-hmm. editor. I mean, there's a lot of different people that you need to have on your board of directors, depending on what it is that you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So build that board up, y'all. Build it yeah, up. <laughs> yeah. 
So I would say number eight is understanding who your competitors are. And this is twofold, okay? So if you're a product-based company, it's important to understand, you know, who your competitors are out there, what they're doing, how they're doing it, and um, how to build your own brand, how to make sure it's different, Uh how to make sure you set yourself apart. Why would a a, a customer want to come to you instead of going to someone else? someone else so really being clear but also remember that you're your own competitor Mm -hmm. and always challenge yourself to beat your own best Mm. always challenge yourself to beat your own best take a as you shift and go into you know the new year look at what what did you do in 2018 Where are some areas that you can grow? Where are some areas that you can develop? Mm -hmm. What are some areas that you didn't do? You know, do that SWOT analysis, your strength, your weakness, your opportunities, your threats. Just really take a look at what you did not do or what you did well and shift it as you go into the new year. Right. But just remember, you are your own competitor and challenge yourself to beat your own best. But also remember if, you know, you're a realtor or... Um, you sell products or whatever, look and see what uh, research, look and see what other people are doing so you can stand out. And sometimes that means standing alone and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, Mm ma'am. That's okay. All right. Good. Mm -hmm. Now this is so big. Number nine, understanding who your ideal audience is Mm -hmm. and that you speak their language. Yeah. Your vernacular must connect to your ideal audience. So they, listen to this, so they come looking for you instead of you looking for them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very important. This is important because everyone is not your ideal client. And when you do find your ideal client, it narrows down. Yes. And you can speak their language. Right. And I, and I guarantee you, it will change the, the financial layout of your business. Uh-huh. When you can speak their language, you can connect with them, and you have, listen to this, you have a solution to their symptom. Right. That's it. Yep. So remember, everyone is not your ideal audience. Yeah. And I think for some people, that's a struggle because it feels like you are walking away from money if you say that I'm narrowing it down but what we found because that's something that we are sort of taught to as therapists of like you know stick to stick to your area of expertise because what happens is you'll find once you're working with those clients that match your style your skill level um, what you're able to provide the work is so much easier <laughs> you're so much happier they're happier you get to go further and farther and faster um because you all are aligned and thinking in the same manner and yeah so it might feel like you're walking away from money but but you're really sort of opening up this pool um so that all these people that that enjoy you and enjoy what you offer can find you um there isn't many other distractions yeah i love that you know, early in my career, and, and I, you know, not all money is good money. Uh-huh. Early in my career, I was saying yes to everything. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I found myself not being excited, uh-huh. not having joy. Right. And as soon as my joy start going away, I'm like, okay, something has to change. And that's when because I have a coach as well. Every, everybody needs a coach. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's when I went to my coach and I said, you know, this is, I'm not happy. 
Yeah. And she's like, because Shanice, everybody's not your audience. So let's tune, let, like, let's tune into who is your audience. Mm -hmm. And that is when I realized all money is not good money. Yeah. You know, and, and, and instead of saying yes to everything, it's okay to say no. Right. Because if it doesn't make you happy. So just really, really, really be clear. Clarity is the key. Yeah. Be clear on who your audience is mm -hmm. and make sure you speak that language. Mm -hmm. And then I would say, um, number 10, be able to speak life over your business. Mm. In my book, I have a book called Activating Your Gifts, which is more about personal development because I, I believe your personal life must be in order in order for your business to develop su successfully, uh -huh. you know, because it's connected. I didn't say perfect. I just said in order. Yeah. I talk about having those power words and power statements, and we all know them as affirmations, uh -huh. but I call them power statements because you need to be be able to, as the CEO, to speak life over your business, to mm -hmm. speak power over your business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So learning to watch the words that we say are very important. Learning how to self-motivate, because if you're waiting for someone else to motivate you, you're going to be waiting for a very long time mm -hmm. because that comes from within. Mm -hmm. So no matter what stage you're at in your business, and I have seen so many businesses fail because they're constantly speaking, I can't afford, I don't have enough of, just negative words. And eventually, you start believing that. Yeah, you're right. If you keep doing it, eventually yeah. you'll be right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can, your words honestly can suck the life out of your business. So be uh -huh. careful, you know, what you put in the atmosphere. It's that law of attraction. You know, so I would say after being in business successfully for 16 plus years, there's so many tips, Janae, that I can share with you uh -huh. about the ups and downs of being a business owner, how you have to press through, how you have to not give up or give in, uh -huh. not care about what other people are saying about you, not falling in the trap of contentment. Mm -hmm. always challenging yourself to be better, mm -hmm. to leave a legacy because what you're doing is not you running your business. It's really not for you. Mm -hmm. It's to be able to be a blessing to other people mm -hmm. and to be able to generate and leave a legacy for your children's children. Right. So if you don't take anything away from what I shared today, the gift that God has placed inside of you is connected to so many people out there. And if you don't operate at the highest level possible using your gift, I'm talking about the high, not average, not okay, but the highest level possible, the people you are connected to, they will not be blessed. Mm -hmm. Your gifts will make room for you and bring you before great men. And I truly believe that. Mm -hmm. God blesses your obedience. He blesses your faith. You must be willing to take risk. You must be willing to sacrifice and Go after your abundance. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I love that. I love that. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So I think, you know, what we'll have to do is as we, as this episode airs, is I'm curious about, 
um, you know, given this list of 10 things, what people are willing to leave behind in 2018. I love that statement about you challenging people to, to sort of let some of that go. The small, the small mindset, the defeatist tones, the procrastination, the perfectionism. So I would be really curious to hear from the family what they want to, what they are willing, what they want to leave behind, what they're challenging themselves to do. Um, oh my gosh, yes. Because I think as we all look to each other for community, for support, um, those things are also wonderful, but we have to continue to to do those things that make us both nervous and excited. And so, mm-hmm. which is largely why a lot of us got into entrepreneurship in the first place, much like you were saying at the beginning, we wanted to sort of do things on our terms and our way and, and the way that we could sort of best display our gifts to the world. So... Um, just sort of not losing connection with that. Um, wow, this has been great. This has been so great. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay, so I was taking notes. I'm sure the family was also taking notes. I am going to put um, these resources in the show notes that you mentioned, the two books, your book, as well as John Maxwell's book. Um, but before we go, I have to know. I have to ask. What does my do my black business mean to you, Shadis? You know, I was thinking about that when you asked that question. Um, it means staying true to who you are. Mm. Staying true to who you are, growing, not giving up, um, knowing that you're you're powerful, no matter the color of your skin, you're powerful mm-hmm. and you are equipped to do what you're doing. Don't play small. You know, minding my black business truly means playing big and serving the world, mm-hmm. achieving goals, earning money, mm-hmm. you know, just, just enjoying life. But at the end of the day, staying true to who you are. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to copy anybody else. You don't have to do what other people are doing. Be great at being you. <sighs> All right. There's nothing else I can say to that. Y'all heard <laughs> Shanice. <laughs> I must say thank you so much for these oh thank you so much for these treasures Uh, thank you you're welcome you're welcome and you know I can't wait for you to be on my podcast now (laughs) absolutely I can't wait to share you with my audience I love (laughs) love the energy I, I, I love it thank you so much for the opportunity absolutely so if you want to know more and you like what you heard don't forget to like subscribe and comment on the podcast also follow the movement on our website mindingmyblackbusiness.com and on our facebook and instagram pages under minding my black business and on twitter under minding my black biz so peace and blessings to us all family and when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing let them know that you're minding my black business